Hi guys, welcome to uh, a new episode of Immigrate Podcast. Uh, it's been a hot minute. I've been busy with life. Tunde has been busy. Tunde is on to some very great things. You know, check him out at Tunde Tash. And um, also, you can find me on Instagram at Femishine. And we have an amazing guest. Um, she's been on the platform before, but now she's breathing the same air in uh, uh, North America with us. So, um, <laughs> you know, luxury head that we have. Uh, compared to whatever happens over there in the in the UK, but before <laughs> I introduce her and announce her, I want her to know that trash and gross. Hi Grace, how are you doing? Hi Femi, already you're coming for British food, British it's weather. It's I on. mean, it's on. <laughs> okay, so tell me this, Grace. Tell me this. Mm-hmm. Since you've moved, yeah. You're a better person, aren't you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's do this. You know, I, I, I must admit, I think I am a better person. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Because I've been, I've been watching your Instagram. I've, I've, you know, you've been exploring the city, going and trying to like immerse yourself in um you know toronto lifestyle and all so how's it been yeah you know what so far so good we moved um coming up to two months say about two months ago we moved so we've only been here a short amount of time really and so far i'm really enjoying it we really like it people are friendly at least friendlier than london um okay yeah 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 and it's I will, whenever I say this to like um, kind of the Canadians that I've met so far, just like my colleagues and stuff, they're always very shocked. But I think Toronto is a much slower pace, and it is always surprises. Yeah, and it always shocks people because they're like, "No way! Toronto is really fast moving. It's very, very, it's very hustle bustle." But I'm like, compared to where I'm coming from, Toronto is a nice pace. Hmm. Okay. Um, so how would you okay sell 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 your city to a British person that wants to move over? What would you sell? Like, you know, what would be the selling point? I, as in selling Toronto? Yeah. Um, okay, first off, I would say like it's I think a lot of people, especially if you're coming from London, you will naturally compare Toronto to London because it's also a major city like it's one of the major cities in the world so it's easy to think oh it will just be like London and in many ways it is but I just think like scaled down you know so like if I was to sell Toronto I would say it's definitely a lot of fun you're gonna meet people from literally all over the world like Mm -hmm. everywhere you can imagine they are they are here um and you're also just going to have a generally a good time and like in a less passive aggressive environment <laughs> so okay, okay like okay. i and i think i think that's a good thing I, I find anyway so far i have found that people here are quite open and they're quite friendly and they're generally quite they're willing to help you if you like are lost like i can't i can't tell you the amount of times i have been lost on the street and mm-hmm, someone true. has said to me where are you trying to get to? Like, maybe mm. I can help you get there. And like, yeah. that would rarely happen in London. Like, rarely, rarely, rarely. So, like, the city I kind of like for that as well. And there's so much to do here. 
and so much to eat oh my gosh absolutely <laughs> so absolutely. much to eat absolutely the food scene um, here is really great the food scene is great and one thing about the city that i love is you're allowed to promote where you're from in terms of your culture the food you know your gatherings you you're allowed to be who you want to be in toronto so it's it's one of the selling point for me because i know i can um go to a thai food place and eat thai part thai as if I have lived in Thailand, you know what I mean? But so, like authentic as well, exactly. like the real deal. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So you can sense. go to like a Jamaican place and like it literally feels like you're eating food in Jamaica. Yeah, we have everything except British tea because we don't Oh, you know what, Femi? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> have you seen the tea no, the tea's not tea bad. The tea have is not tea bad here. Have I haven't seen a tea, seen a tea shop, no, because coffee is what people drink here. Absolutely. Coffee is, so is king why is, why is in Toronto. Why is it not a team over there? Like, why is coffee not a big deal over there? I'm not quite sure why, but tea is a British thing, isn't it? So naturally, we're always going to just drink tea. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, so does tea have caffeine like coffee? I mean, this might be It has caffeine in it, for does sure. Does it awake? Not to the extent that coffee would. It's not as strong as coffee, no. So what, 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 so, Okay. We drink it more for the enjoyment and less for the it helps me stay awake type thing. British people drink tea because tea is culture. tea. It's culture and also it solves every problem you could ever have, you know? Like solves what? What? I don't it's know just... how I don't know how to explain it. It's one of those things, you know. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, your husband just left you. I'll put the kettle on. You know? I'll put the... The ke- oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> the kids are going through a hard time, I'll put the kettle on. Oh, you just lost on, your yeah. job, I'll put the kettle on. You know, so like, like it's therapy. one of those things. Oh, it's like therapy. So cause... it's almost like therapy, yeah. Like it's just part of our culture, like for everything we put the kettle on hmm. that's what and we do have you tried the coffee yet like i'm not a you... coffee drinker so it's no no i haven't tried the coffee no i'll give you i'll give you two years i'll give you two <laughs> de- no, i'll give you two depressing winters st- i'll give you two depressing winter and okay a couple of winter storms and you know it's already dark it's like at five o'clock it's already dark right so when you when you wake up in the morning it's still dark when you wake up in the morning so you need coffee to literally just wake you up and it's getting cold and i know it's not bad right now but yo just wait (laughs) um like i have i have a friend that moved in from uh dublin as well and he's already in his winter gear you know all cacked up and i'm like dude i'm just really glad that we came (laughs) at the end of september so we've had at least we had at least four four to six weeks of relatively decent weather it's about to be a shit show i know it's it's gonna get worse and i know it's gonna get worse two things are gonna happen to you unfortunately (laughs) you're going to sleep and fall on your bum it's no. a bit brutal and you that bad up. yeah it's it's kind of like an initiation like welcome <laughs> to canada kind of thing and you will be so pissed like you will get up and you'll be like you apparently just cuss and swear and then that's it you're the welcome thing is, to the thing welcome. is i don't mind snow i mean nobody likes cold let's be honest but i just think snow is so pretty and so beautiful <laughs> right i know what i'm gonna really struggle with is the wind chill because toronto is like practically on a lake yeah, we're very, yeah, we're yeah, very yeah. close to a lake yeah, so i yeah. feel like because of our, how close we are to lake ontario we mm-hmm. the wind the wind is gonna take me out 
I, I think that's what I'm going to struggle with the most. See, Be so you see the old fanciness of the snow. It's very deceiving. After, like, even I've been a couple of I years. will be over it in like a week. Yeah, now. yeah. yeah. You know, you be like, you're tired of this because because a little bit of sunshine and rain and then the slush is very disgusting to look at. And okay, so you this, this is the thing. My one of my colleagues told me that. In the winter, when it's sunny outside, don't be mm. fooled because it's actually not warm. Is that true? If if you see the sun outside, it's abs- it's like oh, like it's very deceptive. It's absolutely not the sun. It just as if ah. someone just put on put on the lights in the house, right? It okay. does nothing. It just makes the sun, everything bright. The sun in the winter is really out for light, not necessarily heat. Absolutely not. I see. And always go out. Always go away everywhere with your jacket. Don't think. Don't don't count on the weather being nice i so be see all the time all the time how the long time. how long does the winter last because everybody says toronto winter is mild not from someone that's been living here probably someone is just you know look because some people move from relatively cold places and then come here and they try to like measure it but if you come from a temperate you know region like you know like i'm nigerian i cannot get along but you yeah, you, okay. you are from the UK, so you, you've probably got some like five degrees, four degrees weather. That's, yes, yes. So this will be like a step up to what you're used to, but I'm not used to anything cold. I right? see, so I see. I'll probably just exaggerate it, but trust me, it does get, does it get because cold. The, because in the UK, it gets cold, but the worst you would ever get, like peak winter, you're looking at minus three, four at the, at the, at the worst. And that's a really, really cold day. But like Toronto, you're easily averaging minus twenty-five. Easy. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you just literally walk into your car. You spend the first five minutes just swearing and cursing and. Oh like, my gosh! I'm waiting for know. the car to heat up. Exactly. So. Okay. Okay. But, so but I've got overall, all that to look forward to and prepare myself for. Mentally. So, and so then, when does it start getting relatively nice again? Like March, April. I've seen the weather like ease up around March, April, and okay. sometimes we get. I think I've seen a situation where we got snow in late April. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, you should start wearing your lighter jackets around end of March. Okay, so you're only you're looking at maximum three months of it really being bad. With, Jan- with January started, and February being yet. the worst. Yeah, because it's not started yet, to be honest, and we're yeah, at the end of November. Yet. Already? But we will definitely have a white Christmas. You think so? It's a thing. We we we. It looks like it won't happen, but I, I guarantee you. Wake up in the morning and there's snow everywhere. Really? <laughs> it's always gonna be a white Christmas. That's it's, it's standard. Oh, that's so. nice. I mean, it's it's. It, I mean, now you can get a postal card to send back home and say, <laughs> "Hey, we are yeah, you know." Oh, that's trying nice. To survive. That's but, nice. You know, but and then you. The friends that you make now, you would need to like strengthen those bonds so that your winter won't be terrible because everybody's always at home. Nobody wants to right. Go out. So people it do it. So depressing. hibernation is a real thing, then. Yeah, it is. It is okay. Because getting stuck in the house, your partner is cold all the time, and you guys are just talking. You would want to hang out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's very easy to cancel because you're like, ah, do I really want to step out right, into I the see. cold for this? You know. I see. And then it, it begins to shape the kind of friendships you make because you probably won't see this person till like start of summer again. 
so everybody's in it's just like we're all dummies we wake up go to work can't wait to get back in bed and then but are, but are things open though like restaurants and like everywhere is open. bars so things Everywhere. still stay open even yeah, though the weather's really bad the energy to actually dress up okay let's okay let's imagine you just came home from a minus uh, outside is like minus 15 and just you just got into the house and you just warmed up for like about two hours and then someone says hey you want to grab a drink and then you think about dressing up and going back into that cold and you're like, eh, I see. No, I'll pass. It's just, just the thought of outside being minus 15 is wild to me. Yeah, it's, and we, we try to enjoy it. Like, you know, it's, it's the life we choose. But why Canada? Though? I was going to ask you this. Why Canada? Why, why this part of the world? Because you're coming from a country people dream to go to and then the accent is oh. bro, I mean, it's exaggerated. <laughs> I mean, I am not hyped about the old. Uh, the british accent yeah, i have to say cool, i have cool, to say cool, here okay. people people recognize it straight away like almost everywhere i go people are like i detect an accent where are Does you that from make you feel special Does that make you feel special i have to i have to admit it's a little bit weird because i often don't think that people would recognize that i have an accent because of course when i was living in the uk everybody sounds the same generally yeah, yeah. but here it's obvious that you don't sound canadian so it's like, oh, wow, like people can tell, like I have a different accent. So it's always nice when people are like, oh, you're from England. Ah, exactly. okay. And so it's always treat quite you, nice. Treat you a little bit special, like, yeah, you know. I um, mean, yeah, you know, people are a little bit, you know, they're friendly. They ask you questions and stuff. Like, it's cool. It's cool. That's um, because they haven't been there. I've been there, so I'm not hyped. But if I see them, like, yeah, it's all right. She just came around the block. I know. Like a, a few people have been like, oh my gosh, you've come here from London? From London? <laughs> <laughs> so why, why, why Canada, though? I, I really want you, to know. You know what? We, yeah. we wanted to, we, like, we always said, like, if we had the opportunity to live somewhere else, we would absolutely take it. I mean, that mm -hmm. both of us being from the UK, we've lived there all our lives. So mm -hmm. I guess, like, to us, it's like nothing special, right? But we're always like, if we have the opportunity to live in another country like we just thought it would be really fun and like a really cool thing to do mm -hmm. um and to be honest we only chose canada because we kn we knew a couple of people here already okay. and um i mean the states are no go <laughs> why <laughs> is that we, a no go um uh, because of everything that's going on there at the moment it just doesn't seem like i don't know the place to be i'm sure mm. some cities maybe are fine Mm -hmm. um but just in general we were like mm, maybe not the states and we had a couple of friends here already we had come to visit back in 2019 in the summer okay. um and we really liked it we just thought oh this city is really nice and it's not super super crazy like london is but it's still got a lot of fun things to do and it still does have a little bit of that hustle bustle feel but it's not overwhelming you know um so yeah and then that was it like and then an opportunity arose for us to move this time and yeah so we came that was it really it was just just for the adventure and just to like live somewhere else for a little while and we always said if we have the opportunity we would definitely go so is it like home home now or uh, i think we're gonna be here for a few journey. years i think we're gonna be here for a few years for sure for and then sure back to the uk we will cross that bridge when we get to it but i don't i don't anticipate i feel like if we really like it here we more than likely will stay because i want to get out for real where do you want to go yeah you think i want to be 
hibernating the best part of my life every year for like four months and five months and not going out. I want to be, you know, you know, you know, warmer climate, you know, really? go to the beach, go to the beach for like any day. Like Lagos is the place to be, to be honest. Like Lagos is nice. The weather's good. Lagos, it um, has great weather. Anywhere yeah. in Europe that's warm, that doesn't snow, maybe just go to, oh, go to the States. But the States, I have a lot of cultural values that doesn't align with what with goes the on States, in the States. Right? Yeah, okay, so okay. I'm just sick and tired of the old cold and, uh, I don't want to end up with some brutal and arthritis or whatever, whatever they call that stuff. <laughs> <I'm your>... Arthritis. <laughs> no, this is a known thing. This is a known thing. Okay, so this is it. You have warm bones for six months or seven months, and then you have cold bones mm. for like four months. So that's a very good recipe for arthritis. I Understand? suppose. I so suppose, I want to yeah. go where. Maybe when I'm in my 70s, I can still stand up straight and play football with the grandkids. You know what I mean? So I hear that. I want to get out. That. And then the money's good. So if I go somewhere where the money's double, take my pension and get out. You know what I mean? Okay. So okay. We got plans. We got plans. You know, we're just trying to like, there's a hustling, hustling spot for me. You know? Right. Right. So wife, right now you're in, you're in that hustling phase right now. Oh well, yeah. I want to make all the money and I play the lottery too. Okay. Yeah. Just in case you see me in the news, I won 15 million. That's me. I mean, you up. never know. You never yeah. know. And then I go back, you know, go home to my country, marry five wives, a beautiful ah! mansion. <laughs> five wives. <laughs> <laughs> Why so, not? You, so you think in the future you'll end up back in Nigeria? I think I want to go back home and rest. Okay. You know, I miss my people. I miss the food. It's, um, mm. it's a place I where... I hear that. If I have the amenities to build a safe and healthy life, I would mm-hmm. rather be. I but hear that. We all know that. that the environment is not fertile for our success. So everybody's, you know, like the way they say Japan. Yeah. Trying to get yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. it's, people are not exaggerating. It's really bad. Like really, really, really bad. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I've I mean, been I've been hearing some stories and like reading articles and tweets and things and yeah it sounds like the situation is not great right now and it's not promising it's not like we're seeing the country getting better in five or ten years time right no, it's not gonna get but it's just it's a recycle of the same people that put us in the same in this current predicament so i see I everybody's see. trying to get out you know i see i see and these countries are and these countries are open to receiving us like the uk now is i think they changed their policy about studying and staying back mm-hmm, I think they mm-hmm. changed some rules they, they need they need people for the labor force don't they that's the thing yeah. so yeah yeah you know and same with canada you need people for the labor force here too so Canada's <laughs> land mass is i don't think it's 40 percent filled yet that's the land mass. well that's but how big oh, we are. but also i feel like 40 percent of the land is like uninhabitable anyway because it's so cold yeah yeah but the thing is if you look at the aging population compared to the services available, they need people to fill those spaces because they are aging. What do they call those um, people that are retiring? There's a term for them. Are they the late bloomers or the baby something? Can you hear me? The baby boomers? Are they the ones who are retiring? Um, there's a term for them. I'm, I don't know if I'm mixing it up, but there's a term for them. So those guys are getting tossed into the retirement home and now they want professionals to come in and fill those spots. So where do they go to? They go to countries where the professionals can't get a, a decent meal a day. So 
right so they're 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 that's where they're recruiting from right now and those people are coming over they're filling the spots that people are too old to to fill over here there you go i see i see it's a win-win for the immigrants as well you know like if if they need you go to where you will be respected and then you can uh, make a decent living from your hard work not i guess you yeah know, where yeah they yeah literally just kill you and mm. All. Mm. but yeah that's the life we chose we don't have a choice like, we have to just figure out the best things we can do but anyway the world is sad and gloomy the world is sad and gloomy <laughs> but you've been you've been in toronto for a while you've lived here for a bit eight years and counting yeah you've lived here for a long time and it's been it's home i'm i'm, I'm safe There's are you do you there. like it here though are you comfortable here you you know i hate the weather so aside aside the weather aside the i know weather, the weather's terrible aside the weather i think it's it's a watering ground for my dreams to come true you okay know? so okay um it's what i put into it that i get back so at least i know um my kids are sorted they're canadians uh uh, the future as as kind of like a spring in the step for them, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't. You're giving them. You're giving to... them a better start forward. That's what I need. That's okay. that was the goal. Me moving here. It wasn't even for any selfish reason because I was pretty comfortable back home. I but see. Like, nah, I can't put these kids through through all of this. You know I what see. I went through. So I see. So it's it's rewarding because that part is sorted. Right now, I'm in a journey where I'm looking for my own personal satisfaction like okay am i am i getting what i need can i vibe i mean what's in my environment that's making me happy so if i don't find that balance i'm out and i think that was that was also part of part of our motivation for moving out of london as well because london is really it's a really fast-paced city and i think it's great when you're young and you're in your hustle phase and you're Mm -hmm. um you know maybe you're in your first first job second job and like you're just figuring things out you know you're kind of on the come up if you like I think Mm -hmm. London is a great place to be in that time of your life and in that space of your life but then I think certainly for me the older I was getting and I was thinking around you know I'm thinking of having children in the future you know Mm -hmm. kind of expanding my family and thinking about where like where would I like to raise children in an environment that is safe Mm-hmm. And, you know, where, like, I know that they would be able to go out and they would be safe and, you know, they're kind of not at risk of anything happening to them. Mm-hmm. And London just wasn't the place to do that, I don't think. At least not for us. Not for us anyway. So How bad is it? Because I know Toronto is... Okay, let's let's stop, you know, tossing all the flowers at Toronto. Toronto is... <laughs> it's cra- it can't get crazy. Like, it can. It can get crazy. crazy. And there are areas as well. There are spots in Toronto where even I don't think I would be safe walking around at certain times, you know? I'm a a black, athletic, a little bit on the chubby side man. And I have seen craziness in Lagos, Nigeria, right? Like from the ghetto, ghetto. Right. But when I moved to Toronto and then I was walking uh, the subway machines, the ones you tap and walk through. And literally, I used to be in the subway stations a lot. Uh I can tell you for a fact... That there is a lot of craziness. 
in the underground part of this city. Yeah. Like when it comes to drugs, when it comes to oh my crime. God. I've noticed I there's have... a huge like homeless problem and a huge drug problem here. Absolutely, because it's so bad that okay, there was a day I went into the incident center. There was a washroom. I walked into the washroom to pee. There was a guy passed out. Um passed out in the washroom, uh, blood dripping from his arm and and everybody was just going to pee like right beside him like they didn't care and i'm looking like wait is this guy alive or is he dead like people were so immune to seeing those kind of things that they didn't even react to it so i went and i called this crazy guy like this guy passed out they're like ah this fucking drug pardon my french this uh drug addicts are onto it again and i'm like oh Oh, wow okay so this is a known thing like you know so despite all the old you know glory and everything they're still that's still the ghetto part of it as well yeah like that like yeah, yeah yeah and that was something that i noticed actually after a few weeks here there were some parts i would like be walking and i'd mm-hmm. be like right there's a lot of i mean there was a particular park i can't i think it was allen gardens i think that was the park i was walking through and i noticed there were a lot of tents that were up yeah and yeah, i asked yeah. someone i was like what's with all the tents and he was just like oh it's like homeless people some of them are on drugs like they've got nowhere to go so they kind of just put the tents up and you know the city hasn't done anything so that's just where they stay in i was like whoa let me blow your mind amongst those those tents are people who can't afford housing and they're professionals right they've got jobs like literally got jobs but they can't Toronto is one of the most expensive cities in the world yeah it's one of the cities where you are taxed three i think you're taxed twice so on your paycheck, the government taxes you, right? And then when you go buy food, they tax yes. you again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that so. honestly took me by surprise so much. I was just like, hang on a second. What is with all this tax? Yeah, and why absolutely. And why is it yeah. not just added on? Like, why yeah, so. is the tax not added on to like the products and the services you're paying for? No, they take from your paycheck. And whatever is left after paying rent and everything that you need to survive, you go buy food, which is the, like the bare necessity, right? Of course. They're still taking 13% of that. So you've been double taxed on a job that you just, you know, you, you do you do all the job and they take all of that. But guess what? The excuse is we give you free health care, right? right? We give you free health care and then we give you, I mean, look at the pandemic. They were literally just tossing money at people, right? So... I would say it's okay. I mean, so like in terms of the social benefits that you get, they they use that to ju- justify how high the tax is. Well, well, that's the excuse. And okay. There's a lot of arguments around that, but I wouldn't say it's the same in the UK. No. I mean, we don't. We get taxed. Actually, yeah, maybe it's roughly on par. Actually, the tax might be the same. It's just that we don't get taxed on products. Or maybe we do. It's just that it's added in, so you don't feel like you're paying tax. Do you see what <laughs> okay. I mean? So yeah, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel like you're paying too much because every all like it's all added into whatever it is you're paying for. So you know, if you pick something up for twenty pounds, you're just gonna pay twenty pounds, even though maybe that thing really only costs eighteen pounds. Mm. But because it's all added in, it doesn't feel like you're paying more. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But it it is brutal. So some of those people you see in those tents actually have jobs but can't afford I'm to really surprised. I, I, I mean I feel like really ignorant now because I just assumed they were just homeless or on drugs and that's why they were out in tents but you're now saying some of them are actually professional people this, do you know how much okay you uh, just tell me how expensive was it to get where you are right now and how tough was it it Especially was in the city. it was not easy <laughs> ah, there you go 
it was not easy. It was not easy. And there were so many hoops to jump through as well. Did you, did you, how was it like, how did you, I was going to ask that, like, how did you view places before you moved in? Like, did you do some remote viewing? Yes, that's what we had to do. That was it. We just had to do that. We had to view remotely and just kind of hope that what we saw on video matched what we, what we were moving into (laughs) when we moved in. Because there was no other way we would have been able to view places, especially with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and moving from the UK, there was just no other way to do it. So, yeah, that's what we did. We did a lot of online online viewings. And um, some of the prices for rent, I was just like, come on, this is a bit ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But compared so, to the UK, it's, is it fair? I think here you probably get a little bit more for your money in terms of space. Hallelujah. I was waiting for you to say that. I was literally waiting for you. And how, it and it seems as though the Oh my word, literally. let's not even talk about it. <laughs> Cause I was I think I was there when? Was it twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? And I'm looking at the roads. Okay, that was my second time. So the first time, you know, they're all excited. I want to go to the UK, London. And then I arrived and I'm looking at I mean, the like, roads are small, but generally the roads in Europe are small anyway. Like most yeah. European countries, that's just how it is. And then I'm looking at it like, why? Who was hyping London when I was a kid? Like, what's going on here? It's, my expectations I mean, it's, too it's high. the history and the culture of the city, isn't it, really? Well, we've got yeah. bigger cars here. Just so you know, I'm just I'm hyping my city now. <laughs> We've got trucks. We've got Ford trucks. You Those do, ha- trucks. but there's a lot more space here because the land mass is is bigger, right? So yeah, like, there's true. a lot that's more true. space, and everything is bigger here. Like your food portions are huge. Oh, that's why we're fat. <laughs> Point blank. That's why we're fat. Like All food portions are food. huge. Like I, that was something I noticed when we first moved. Like when you order a large like it's literally the size of my head when you're talking about like drinks i'm like what the what the hell is this <laughs> yeah that's why, that's why we we do yeah it's it's what it is and junk food is very cheap junk food is so cheap here oh my gosh it is it is they, they don't want you to be they don't want you to be healthy so and like, I feel like if you want to also find like quality food, you have to go quite out of your way, like to go to like a, a grocery store that sells like decent stuff. Yeah. Yep. 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 And there's a thing called shelf life. So if you go to expensive, um, if you go to some certain, you know, chain grocery stores, they, their food have more shelf life than some other ones. I don't want to really? name names, but yeah, there's some like some there's some places where you buy plantain form and you can keep it for like a week, and there's some places where the plantain goes back in like three days. Oh, that's a okay. Tip. I, had, I hadn't noticed that. Okay, I'll have to have to have my <laughs> eye out. Yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And the ones where the shelf life is kind of like less, the prices are very cheap. Really? Okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I should, you should know why you should consult me for how to navigate this. I had not noticed. <laughs> I have to admit, I had not noticed. But I, I was really shocked by like the portion sizes, how sweet everything is and how big everything is. Yeah, you That go. was there like, yeah, that was very like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because in the UK, obviously, like there's a lot of regulations when it comes to food. 
So there's only so much that you can you can do when it comes to food. And I actually think maybe in Europe we have healthier options for food. So then, you're talking then, about baked beans and oh, something. you know what, what Femi? You know no, what? I'm just, I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I'm sorry because if you're gonna go there, ain't go, nothing wrong with baked beans, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying because that's all I saw when I went. That's all I saw. Baked and beans. It, it was baked beans, and they were just like trying to shove big, big beans down my throat. Like yeah, when I go we down have that with um, English reception. breakfast. So that's a, that's a standard with an English breakfast, baked beans. I'm like, give me something else. Why is there sausage and baked beans and eggs and and the eggs mm-hmm. are trash, by the way. But move oh on. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you don't like British food, do you? No, I was. I think maybe because I was. I stayed in a hotel for about a month, okay. and I had the same over. Like I literally hate. Oh, you had the same now. food over and over. Over and over, and then the company that I was working for was giving free lunch. I think really like for a pound or so. Okay. And it was the craziest. I, I mean, I was. I had so much Irish potatoes, and what else do you guys have again? That was standard. Um, there was a day they brought really? some crazy curry, and I'm like, "What is this? This is not curry. Like, what the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! And I came oh, back, dear. and I came back, and I went on my Instagram. I'm like, "You were like, trash, what the hell is this big trash, bean, big business?" Trash, you know, but um, yeah. yeah so that that and that was that was something like. Even though like the rent prices here are like ridiculous, I feel like you get you get a little bit more in terms of space. True, um, true, true. So it's it's comparable, but you could be paying I don't know two thousand dollars for I don't know a, a one bed say or one bedroom that's apartment. That's but that's like if you convert it to pounds, it's over like a grand. But what you would get in comparison to space would be a lot mm-hmm. more here in Toronto. Well, I love my city, you know, I'm, I'm trying to so make sure that. everybody comes here. But, no, but Femi, can we mm-hmm. talk about the transport, please? Oh, you want to go there, right? Let's do this. Okay, let's do this. So, Can we life... talk about how trash the transport is here? Grace, 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 listen. Life doesn't have to be very hard. Do you understand? Your subways have no reason to be a maze. Yo. I think I told you this, I told you this uh, on Instagram, like... Trying to get from one platform to the other while nah, you're walking nah, around nah, nah, some nah. alleys and you around the corner and stab you. We you... are spoiled in Europe, in London, in Paris, like different European countries. Our transport system is great. No, it's not. Yes, no, it's it not. is. Wait, wait, let's do this. So you've got Asian trains that run above the surface. Am I wrong? Asian ones, they want to run above surface trains, above ground. Sorry, I mean, above ground yeah, trains. yeah, yeah. So overground Those trains. Those needs to be phased out. Literally. Why? How will you they get should, to places? They should be all, all, those kind of trains where should probably belong to the era of Bridgerton, that series. <laughs> those ones should be phased out. The tube is nice, but I feel the tube like is it's excellent. too cramped. Like I can literally smell the other person's armpit and if I mean, it would, it there, would be terrible. though. It would be because, like, I mean, it's London. It's got like twice the amount of people in the city compared to Toronto. But they could make the trains bigger. Like, what, what, what would, what would it cost to make those trains bigger? But what happens is that you have the trains, the tubes. They come regularly, right? So, no, like, they every don't. No, yes, they no, do. no, no, they don't. You get no. a tube like every minute or something. No, no, no. I was taking notes. 
I don't know where notes. you were. Maybe you were not in a in a like a really well known like tube station. I was at the, I was at this one that's very close to what's it called now? The London Bridge. Oh my gosh, London Bridge is one of the biggest um, stations. That place is like a maze, like an airport. It is. It is. It is crazy though. Yeah, it's a huge. It's a huge station. It's a huge station because it has and the directions are terrible. It has oh, it has like an overground section and then it has the yeah. underground section. So there you go. Yeah, you London go. Bridge is a huge, huge, huge. And everybody's station. in a hurry. I'm like, I'm trying to get to this side, and then the sign is saying go right. When when I go right, the side that sign says, oh, you have to just walk through a door. There's a door in the middle of nowhere <laughs> that I'm skeptical to go through, and it's saying walk through there. I'm like, no, it should be a path. Like, why am I walking through a door? What if there's something behind that door that someone wants Everyone to is in a rush. Neck? That is true. Yeah, so I couldn't ask. And I'm like, okay. We are always running somewhere. I, I, I mean, Toronto subway is not the best. It's horrendous. No, that's an exaggeration. But There but are it's, four lines. Yes, because that's where you need... It takes you everywhere you need to go. We need, and then the buses okay. are right on time when you step First out. First off, we need we definitely need more than four lines in the subway. Second off, the subway definitely needs to go to more places than it does. Because there are nothing in those places. Okay, so this is the edge <laughs> you guys have. Okay, so this is the, uh, the edge you guys have. You have different lines that run to outskirts of the city. Like, people can't actually go. But the way Toronto is set up is we have a very busy highway. We have a if you if you want to drive to the outskirts okay so if you're you driving highway. yeah it's driving because if you go within the city itself and like let's say take the bus you will be held like you'll be pissed the bus is trash because i've gotten the bus i've actually gotten the bus it's not appealing it's not, not great it's, it's not, not it's now not. if you're talking about something that looks like it was out it should be belong in bridgerton it's the bus yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the buses yeah, yeah. Because, and also, like, sometimes you get on the subway and, like, if you're going a little bit further out, you may need to get off at a station and then get a bus to continue your journey. Yep. 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 That was, yep. like, I was just, like, I don't understand why the subway doesn't just continue. Why have I had to get off and then get on a bus? Well, I mean, you can sit on a bus and it literally fits your bum because there's a lot of space for your buses. <laughs> Your buses are meant for people that shouldn't gain weight, and that's whatever. That is discrimination because you don't you don't control people's weight by <laughs> saying, "Okay, this is a seat for two that can barely fit a big average size of North American, right?" So that is not fair. I think way. I think the transport could be better here, to be honest, because not everyone drives, and I feel like the city is set up for driving which is quite surprising for a major city you would imagine there would be tourists and you know that kind of thing like so you definitely need accessible transport i saw you i saw you cycling and i was gonna message you. i loved it are you trying to cure yourself like i love cycling and actually when the weather gets better like in the springtime i'm gonna get a bike okay so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna plant the seed of paranoia in your head but i will (laughs) It's you know Tell what I, I have I have cycled in London. Accidents. I have cycled in London and it's better here. Why why would you think so? Because you there's actual cycling. Drive, there's a beef there's, there's there's a beef between drivers and cyclists, especially downtown. Really? Because, yeah, because you guys believe you own the road and you don't need signals, right? So we're driving beside you 
and we're trying to make a right turn. And technically, we don't really want to, we don't expect you to be there. And then you guys uh, just pop up from nowhere, like, boop. Okay, so you know what needs to change? That whole you can turn right when the, when the, when the light is red, that needs to stop. Why? What is, what is that about? <laughs> There's been so many times where I've been in the middle of the road, like, hang on a second. I swear the traffic light is red. Why is this car turning? And it's like, oh, that's actually a thing. That's like the law. Like, that's legal. You can do that. If you're turning right and the, the light is red, you can Have do you seen that. our left turn that you go into the middle of the road and stay and wait to go left? Have you noticed that one? I haven't noticed that, no. Just the right you, one. You're literally trying to go left so you go into the middle of the road to turn left to turn left while the oncoming vehicles are still coming so you have to time so you have to go really really fast and you pray that there is nobody crossing the road on the other side oh my word yeah so that's that's that was one of the things that blew my mind when i moved here i'm like make it make sense why are we doing this because i and i feel like because the roads are so wide here there Mm -hmm. is room for there to be like a designated cycle lane that is wide enough for cyclists so i i felt relatively safe because i was like okay well this is a cycle lane so i know for sure there won't be any cars it's it's i okay so i used to do an atm job uh, driving around downtown uh gta and i used to like literally curse at cyclists because they used to piss me <laughs> off like you're not supposed to be i'm just trying to make it on where did you come from and they yell at me and we yell at each other and then you know, they, they I have just noticed that way. not a lot of people wear um helmets, which is we don't care. We have a free out care. That's a little bit scary. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I feel like if you're just using the city bikes, cool, because you know, usually tourists and stuff, or just general yeah. people, if you're just getting from A to B. But mm-hmm. if you cycle every day, like that's your mode of transport. Like, say if you're going to work, mm-hmm. you should be wearing a helmet. Uh, we don't, we don't. Care. So whenever I see free. people cycling without helmets, I'm like, are you not, are you not scared? What if you get hit by a car? Like, have you seen a cyclist just literally smack a car, a car's bum? I haven't seen that yet. Oh yeah, you will see a lot of that. Like they believe they own the road and they just come up and just smack your your car. Like, dude, are you blind? And then you... I do, I do like that people like cycle here and stuff, and that's a thing. I like that. I think it's a bougie thing as well. Like, what's all that for? Like, really? You think it's yeah. a bougie thing? Yeah, you're trying to show the world that you're fit. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Everybody's trying to get by. And then you're cycling, trying to show us what? what? What should we do now? Start running after you to show that we're fit as well? Like, come on. No, I come love on. cycling. I like, yeah. I, I like, I, I, if I could, that would be my regular mode of transport as well. I have bad knees. I am not cycling for hours. Oh, for real? I, I, okay. I got like two summer, summer back. I got a, a, a bicycle and I think there was a sign from heaven that they didn't want me to be on the bike because the chain kept, you know, pulling off. And I took it back. I got it from Walmart and I just took it back. I'm like, okay, God, thank you. That is the <laughs> sign. And oh, um, yeah, that's it. Walmart? I'm a, I'm a oh, you can get everything in there. Absolutely. It's 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 nice. It's Do you guys have chain stores that match the size of walmart the closest would be something like costco you got costco in the uk we've got costco in the uk yeah huh that's interesting yeah oh okay i think that would be like the closest but Uh, in walmart you can literally buy every single thing you need (laughs) yeah it's 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 pretty cool um who else matches walmart the biggest i think 
North American chain. Yeah, this should be the biggest North American chain. Oh, this That's guy quite got money. cool. That's this quite cool. Got, this guy got money. But, you know, yeah. still copied Lost Favors them as well. All and, right, for real? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. okay. They employ like a huge majority of people. So the government will always keep them afloat. You know, the oh, I see. So, I see. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a balance of give and take you help with the economy we keep you afloat as well i see i mean so far it's good like it's different it's just so different and there's so much to get used to um so i'm still like adjusting i think even if even though it's only been two months i still feel like whoa there's still so much that's different does does the war culture reflect the people you meet like on a day-to-day or because I feel like there's a le- level of pretentiousness. I think, is that a word? Pretentiousness? That's a word. In the workplace? Word. Yeah. I mean, that's, ev- that's everywhere though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like... That's that, yeah, that's kind of everywhere, It would the yeah. face, but mm, it gets a little bit tricky on a day-to-day. Like, you know, all the smiles, it's high, 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 high. Yeah. smile thing. Don't get tired of it. Yeah, yeah, but that's it's it's the same in London. You you just don't get carried away by all that because it can be it can be a bit tricky navigating the workspace. Uh, I mean, I've been kind of fortunate because I started my job remotely. Oh, okay. Um, I'm still working from home because of the pandemic. We're not really back in the office yet. Okay. So I've met some of my colleagues, but I haven't worked with them in the office environment because we've not been in the office properly yet properly, yeah. okay so okay. i think from the new year when we start going in twice a week i might i might notice a few more things but at the moment because i've been predominantly from home are you looking it, forward to going back into kind of like a hybrid system like do you want to go back into i mean my my or... preference would be to not ever go back <laughs> hallelujah yes finally someone gets it that would be my preference but if we had to do this hybrid situation, then yeah, fine. But two I days a I week don't. maximum is what I can handle. I couldn't do any more than that. I'm tired of human beings. Human beings are stressful. <laughs> human beings My are husband says the same thing. He would like oh, forever. He would just want to work from home forever remotely. Yeah. And never human have to see people. You have to cater to their emotions. I you think it's, it's difficult their... if you are... I feel like in this kind of environment where we're currently having to work from home because of the pandemic still, when you start a new job, it can be quite hard because you're not really meeting people. Mm-hmm. So that, that you know, the social aspect of things can be a little bit difficult if you, you know, you're in a new place, maybe you need recommendations for things to do yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, but you're not really seeing anyone, you know, so that sure. can be really hard. Well, I mean, if, if there's anything this pandemic has taught me is that I don't think I necessarily like human beings. Really? Okay, so this is it. I now realize that I don't want to be responsible for how people feel. Okay. It's like it's it's like that disconnect that the pandemic did gave me an insight to who I am. Right? Like I can easily isolate and still entertain myself but the okay. idea of how does this person feel this person this smile at me today why does this email read this way who's why is that person's body language this way i i, I, I now realize that human beings are just naturally stressful like 
there's I a mean, lot of there's a lot of social cues to have to navigate and like there you go that's through. the right way yeah, to put it no yeah, yeah i get that i get that yeah do you feel the same like like it's or is it just me i think i i'm i no, um, no, no. I, I get, I get, I get that. I get that, and I think a lot of people felt that way too. Like, actually, and and to be honest, if we're going to call a spade a spade, as a person of color in the workplace, there you go. The the, the 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 pandemic kind of gave us a little bit of of respite. You know, it's like finally, I don't have to deal with microaggressions, passive aggressiveness. You, you yeah. know people making comments about the way my hair looks today or the food I'm eating or, you know, whatever it is, what, you know, those are just examples. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. those sorts of things you don't have to deal with when you're not in the office every day because you're not having to deal with people, exactly. you know? So no, I, I get, I get that. I totally get that. That's why, that's why I, I told my wife, listen, I'm going to move away. I'm tired of human beings. So when I retire, I'm going to leave the city. I'm going to leave everywhere. I'm going to go live in the bush. Right. really you're gonna be like yes. in the countryside yeah in the countryside just one transistor radio no internet grow my own food oh um, for read real newspapers yeah read newspapers because human beings are crazy okay okay i can i can guarantee when you wake up in the morning tomorrow there's a start sad story waiting this is true this there's is a sad true. story waiting. there's always something there's always yeah. something so it's more like i've i've how many years do I have left on earth? I don't want any of those things anymore. Mm. Like, I want like to... the less drama, the better, right? Like life is, life is short. Like, yeah, less I don't want to have to spend my days having to deal with people who are unnecessarily causing drama for no reason. There you go. Like we, I hear that with like, I told my friend, I said, listen, human beings can build inventions that can take you to the moon, but we can't get along. Right. Like, right. We're so wise, so intelligent that, we're building amazing, you know, genius inventions. And just for me and you to get along, our skin color gets in the way. Right. How right. small is that? How stupid is that? Right. Or even like, even the way we communicate, right? Like mm -hmm. the way we, the way we, we speak and the sorts of things that are our values, what are important to us. I feel a lot of, especially in the workplace, a lot of the time you have to kind of leave your, individuality at the door there you go to yeah. to kind of fit in with this kind of corporate machine where everyone's generally the same if you do too much you're labeled a troublemaker you yeah. know like mm -hmm. that sort mm -hmm. of thing where it's like the workplace doesn't really give you um doesn't give much space or much room for you to really be yourself so you're, it's doing like you're your, working on eggshells you're having to do a lot of code switching that's what we we call it in the uk i don't know if oh it's we do it here. oh i do it too yeah you're having to do it and that and that that can be exhausting absolutely that can be very absolutely. very very exhausting for eight hours a day i'm just code switching trying to navigate people's feelings and their emotions and the things they're saying and then i can only really be myself at home that's a lot of I, I get that. I get that. That's a lot of pressure. Like, I work, like, my job is client-facing. And I feel this unnecessary, you know, pressure to impress. Mm -hmm. Because um, not much is expected from me being black. Right. You understand? Like, they don't expect me to come correct. So, I feel this pressure to, like, come correct and more. I see. Right. To even go above and beyond because exactly. it's like then, the expectation of you is so low anyway. There you go. So, and yeah. then I look at my mates and they're like, basic, you know. 
Mm. And even though it makes me, in terms of me developing myself, it's good because you know, I've been, I've, I've had days of when I didn't show up at work because I wasn't feeling the best. And when I come back, they're like, oh, we missed you. The system was shit, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and then the days that I was on, things went smooth. But I don't want to have to deal with that. I don't yeah. want to feel that, right? So it's, it's exhausting. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go, um, I'll adopt some monkeys and some <laughs> apes. Yeah. Monkeys. Those, oh. yeah. They'll probably not have conversations with me. They would probably nod their head at everything I say. And, you know, we'll just, I'll train them to drink a beer with me every now and then. And then, you know, life is easy. I don't have to mm. wonder how this person's email reads, you know. Is yeah. It, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 mean they signed it regards. off with yeah did they mean kind regards or are they like being shady yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, fuck yourself kind of thing so i, I, I don't hear that i that. hear that and it, there's no there's no to be realistic we just have to do this till we retire there's no escape from it there's no escape there there's isn't no escape. there's no escape yeah this is it this is kind this is the working world this is the quote-unquote corporate or professional environment right is how we have to we have to navigate it but i think i don't know i feel like for me the pandemic like i really learned a lot about myself and i think one of the things that you know like moving to a new country moving to a new Mm -hmm. city is also teaching me a lot about myself in terms of in the pandemic i learned that i was actually quite resilient um and similarly with this this move i'm like okay no i really am resilient like kind of being able to like hit the ground running and being open to meeting new people and being, you know, like saying yes to doing things, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I, I literally just met you, but hey, I'm happy to go out. We can do drinks or, you know, like, I don't know. I'm learning, I'm learning a lot about myself in terms of just being open to what life has to offer and not being, not being closed. You know what? This, this phase that you're in, I would um, employ you to make the best of it. Because, you know, it's tougher for married couples with kids to make new friends. I can imagine so. It's it's like literally tough because you're raising kids, you're going to work, you can't. And also you there's, a, the there's, a lot of, there's a lot of demand on your time now. A lot more the, demand exactly. on your time. So it's either you stick to your old friends who barely have your, because they've got kids as well, who barely have time for you. Mm-hmm. And... It's hard for you to say, oh, you met someone at the store. Uh, if I see a guy at the store, I'm like, hey, you mean, you know, like, I have a child. and like, yo, give me your number. You're probably going to look at me like, are you okay? Like, your dude, <laughs> your dude asking. Do you understand? I no, like, I get that. In- I get that. It's not like you have bad intentions, but this- we live in a shit world. So we do. they can translate it to mean anything. Mm-hmm, or try mm-hmm. to interpret it to mean anything. So you stop with friends that you know. And thank God for the internet now. I've made, like, amazing friends online that I've never met. You know, but I think you should enjoy it, like going out, meeting friends. Because when the babies start coming, I know it's you and those kids. I know, I know. And they will drive you. And it changes insane. your it, and it changes your priorities as well, doesn't it? Like it just changes the, your outlook on life and what you you'll be doing. That makes sense. See, I can't plan a life without involving my wife and my kids yeah right and even when i step out to hang out with friends that one like one hour two hours that i'm away i feel guilty that i'm away from them 
you know. For real. Yeah, it does. It comes back that way. And I've been trying to not beat myself up and say, listen, you need to have you time. You for, sure. I mean? for sure. For sure. It's important. It's important to recharge, yeah. right? To recharge, yeah. to rejuvenate yourself. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, how did our parents do it? I've two, three, four, five kids. Like, Yo. But what you, were you guys but, thinking? But you notice a lot of our parents don't have close friends. That's the thing. They have friends that they've been with for all their life, like one or two, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Because a lot of the time you just you just jump into your family and you're just so focused on your family for years and years and years, right? Yep. And the only time you show about your friends is at his funeral, like, okay, bye. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, you're like, I haven't seen him in ten years. I'm like, wow. You know, so it's and then you know life keeps up on us and age is not our friend this right? is yo I'm, I'm sorry if i sound depressing it's just no but you're right <laughs> you're right like and there's just so much more like i don't know yeah there's so much more to be doing especially once your life is getting full you've got wives and husbands and children are coming in and like you know you're doing a lot more so yeah it, it's it can be challenging actually to to cultivate really deep meaningful friendships when your life is already so full this is the life we chose you know um i, I mean uh, not to sound like not to sound negative but the beauty of it is there as well like of course you've, for got, sure. you've got these wonderful people that love you care about you and all of that you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Hopefully you pray they don't touch toss you in an old people's home when they're <laughs> done using you. Yeah, I mean when they're done using you, they can just toss you there because it's a thing here, you know. Like we have. Oh, well, it's a thing in most. Have... It's the thing in most Western countries, isn't it? Yeah, they push you there, and that's it, you know. And I'm like, because I go and drop my son at the daycare, and there's a, a retirement home very close, and there's this woman that steps out, smoking cigarette. Like she's my role model, right? She's on the wheelchair, still smoking a cigarette, and she's got iv the dripped in attached to her arm and she's literally smoking a cigarette and i'm looking at her like i don't care what this looks like but this is cool like she... <laughs> <laughs> i love how that's what you're like you're like this is cool she's smoking a cigarette and she's in her 80s yeah and she's got this iv there's a nurse beside her you know and then she's just smoking because i mean what else is there to do like if the cancer is gonna kill it's gonna kill like it's done you know and i'm looking like where are your kids and she's like oh, i don't care they're good because i wow. like having conversations with them she's like i don't care they're good they'll, they'll figure it out i figured it out and i'm sitting on a wheelchair right now like what am i gonna do for them now wow. and I'm like, what an outlook on life <laughs> mm, mm. but anyway i'll be having these conversations with um apes and monkeys in a remote <laughs> jungle somewhere so I but i think also nobody. like you it, it just it makes it makes you think about like why you should be grateful like for the things that you do have in your life right now right because event like we all are gonna age all of us are going to get old and the thing about life is none of us are getting out of it alive like Mm -hmm. you know and that's but ultimately you have to think about what what are the things that are important to you and at the end it's your family and the people that Mm -hmm. are close by the memories that you make with them and the memories you make with them for sure for sure I wish I wish we don't have to age. I wish like it's kind of like a switch. Like when you get to ninety, someone just turns off the switch somewhere. I mean, I don't. Why am I going bald? Like, is there a reason for this? Why are my knees giving me issues? Like, 
why do we have to go through that just give me 90 years and turn off the switch like don't right don't, don't shame me like this like the airline <laughs> is gone you know i have to look at the last time i went to the dentist they're saying that they have to put some device in my jaw and i'm looking at him oh like oh my word really? how did we get here you know i'm like how did it get here okay okay everything is falling apart okay it is what it is you know? yeah yeah but, yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 the way life is man it's, it's crazy the way life is for sure. oh, which great. is why this i was is... just like mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. know like you don't you don't know how long you'll be here and one of the things that you you can do is to do the things you want to do because you don't know if you'll mm. get the opportunity again that's why i said to my husband like we have an opportunity to move now we don't know if we'll get this opportunity again and we don't want to mm. look back in 10 years if we're fortunate il- enough to live for the next 10 years and be like mm-hmm. Oh, you know, in 2021, we had the chance to move to Canada and we didn't go. I like that outlook. I like. You I know like what doing, I mean? Yeah, yeah and it's like, and even sense. if like you know, it's it's absolutely trash and we don't enjoy the experience, but at least we tried it. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like it's it's something you can tell the kids like, oh, you know, your dad and I, we just upped and moved to Toronto and it was a great time. Or, you know, you like know? yeah. But at least you you tried it versus looking back and saying. I wonder what it would have been like if we had we were brave enough to go. Yeah, I mean, what what is it? Fortune favors the who? The brave? The brave. Fortune favors the brave. Yeah. There you go. I mean, if you don't try, you never know, right? If you don't try, you never know. That's it. That is the word. If you don't try, you never know. No, well, I'm just dropping vibes and vibes tonight, (laughs) man. Like I'm on a roll, Christ. That is the word. Yeah. Uh, we've been we've reached the one hour mark, Grace. It's For been amazing sure. talking to you. I Likewise. have enjoyed this. And um, how do we end this? Is it fortune favors the brave, or which is the other one? What is the takeaway for this conversation? I think fortune favors the brave is a good one. We can, you know I think what? We can, we can end there. We can end on that high. If, you know. Oh, and if if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah, you, you will never what? know if you don't try. Absolutely. Big shout out to you. Big shout out to you and your husband. Thank I look forward you. to seeing you. We should hang out soon. When For sure. For a sure. Sanity. I'd like to meet your husband. Looks like a cool dude. You're the he's one bringing cool him in. You bring him out. Like I can see the dude behind the camera. Like, yeah, he's alone. a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to be low key and like you know behind the scenes, but he's a super cool dude. Great, great. This it's it's nice to have you on the podcast. Um, Likewise, thank you I look for having me. To more. And um. Do you want to plug in your hand? Do you want people to reach out to you or you're good? Yeah, I mean, I'm very boring. If anybody wants to follow me, it's grace.labby, L-A-B-B-Y on Instagram. All right, guys, you've heard from Grace. I go by the name Femi Shine and it's the Immigrant Podcast. Have a good one, Grace. And we'll Thank you, Femi. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye.